1: The doctor is in. Dr. Batar, do we have to roll you around after the uh, uh, holiday weekend? Did you eat as much as Super Don did? Because he ate enough for three of us.
0: I I never eat as much as Super Don. (laughs)
1: Last year, you might have. This year, he had a Cajun Turkey Day. And he he took pictures of things he was eating. I was like, my gosh, that's a month's worth of food. I had a Cajun turkey day and a Cajun day after turkey day and a Cajun day after the day after turkey day. So, yeah. wow! Well, it only
0: lasted three days. Hopefully, maybe maybe <laughs> still lasts. Who knows?
1: Yeah. He's he's gonna have the Cajun flu next. <laughs> that is a spicy meatball. All right. Well, uh, listen. I, I'm pleased that we we actually took a few days downtime, which we never do here. I'm trying you know how it is I was, I was mentioning you last hour, Dr. Batar, how you know you acknowledge my ridiculously clean way of eating at the same time, where I fall down and I'm not a good example is I don't take much time off at all, and it's just not, it's just not good and, and I'm trying to be better about that, and so we actually did some downtime, got the great family time, hanging with the kids, having fun, working the garden a little bit, and uh, it feels good, it feels good to do it
0: That's fantastic. I'm glad you did it
1: it doesn't it doesn't come easy though because when you're driven to do what you do and you love what you do we've said that and you've said it so many times you'll never work another day in your life
0: yep actually confucius said that i just used it i just borrowed it from him
1: yeah well it's a, it's a it's a statement that uh, i heartily agree with and i remember growing up in this western world particularly our culture here in the united states and you, you, the, we were all geared for you know, what are you going to do? What is your, going to, your job going to be? How long will you work till you retire and get a watch? And then they'll send you off and then you'll sit around doing nothing. And that was everybody's dream to retire and do nothing. It was just like, as I grew, grew up, I was like, what kind of dream is that? That was the kind of bizarre thing that they've sold us.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because there's a component inside every human brain. It's called the RASCON, the Reticular Activating System Control Mechanism. And that's a goal-seeking mechanism. And what they found is that when a human retires, for example, I think a male is like three years after retirement, they die. I think a woman is five years. It's because the reticular activating system control mechanism no longer has a goal that it's oriented towards. And so goal, uh, having a goal in life or having some something that you're striving forward for is essential to engage the human spirit in order for it to sustain itself and continue forward. The people that retire and have nothing to live for, they deteriorate rapidly, and they're gone. And this is this has been shown in studies, and I think you've probably heard of these studies, Robert, right? The people that retire, males that retire, they don't yes. have any any other goal, they have nothing else, no other hobbies. That doesn't mean if you retire and, and now you've got a passion for horseback riding or tractor rebuilding or something, you're going to die in three years. That's not what we're saying. But right. the study showed that when somebody retires and they have nothing else to live for, they, they have no goals, they have no hobbies, they have no folks, they have no grandkids, they have nothing else, they die.
1: Yeah, the the purpose in, uh, for living even if uh, you know if you can define purpose as oh my gosh, you're a purpose driven life. What does that mean? I mean, it can be as simple and beautiful as just you know, living to serve others, doing uh, you know, some some type of service for others that that brings you great joy. It doesn't have to be a mission to transform the planet because you know, ultimately that that one person you help transform is is what does ultimately transform the planet.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's it's uh It it doesn't have to be, uh, as you said, it doesn't have to follow any specific parameters. It's just having a goal, something that you're striving for.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, I I love that we're getting to do this on this path together. We get to intertwine our journeys, and we're going to be getting together for this Truth About Cancer, a a global quest. Ty Bollinger, our buddy, is hosting us, and uh, we're going to be dressed up in funny penguin suits, I hear.
0: Well, you might be.
1: You're not. You're You're just going to be the odd man out. You're going to be wearing the cutoff shirt that Ty usually wears.
0: Well, you know, the funny thing is uh, Ty was trying to tell me, or I think Ty's wife was telling Debbie that I better wear a touch, because if I don't, everybody's going to laugh at me. I'm going to be singled out. I said, so tell me something that hasn't happened the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm used to that.
1: Yeah, you know I'm what I think?
0: comfortable when d- I'm singled out.
1: It's very funny. I think Ty may have asked me to introduce you, because you may be getting an award of some kind. I'm not sure about this. We'll see. But he said that, it, Ty said, if I have to introduce him, I'm just going to cu- cut him up, and people might not understand the relationship. <laughs> so I said, I'm, if I'm going to help out in that way, I'm happy to do so.
0: Well, he, he, he basically said, I told him that initially I told him that I wasn't going to be able to be there. Yeah. And he told me, dude, you need to be there. And I said, I'm not sure if I'll, I'll be able to make it there because I, I've, I had all this all these things, like seven different trips in just the last six weeks of you know of the year. And he said, listen, you need to be there because, you know, a little bird told me, you know, something about an award. And I'm like, what kind of award? <laughs> and so, so anyway, I'm not going to talk about that on the air. But the point is that he told me that he was going to have you introduce me because if he didn't, then he'd be cutting up. And I said, if you actually went up there and introduced me, I said, I would be cracking up and saying this is a prank joke. <laughs> you, <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you're giving me a, a what? Okay, I'm leaving the room right now. It's much safer. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to be a great time. And, and you know, a lot of the folks that participated, again, a thousand different views, if you will. I mean, 120 different doctors, a lot of a lot of people that have healed from cancer. And as I said, there are many paths to get there. Um, you know, the only path that, that, that we wouldn't want to endorse is one that would take away the power from you, you know, whoever you are out there. Uh, your ability to heal, it's, it's brought, it, it comes in with you. It's innate, but we sometimes need the guidance of those who have seen it and been down that road, and, and, and you know, we've traveled or we've journeyed it. It doesn't mean that there's a one-size-fits-all approach other than what we've said about cleaning up the garbage, giving the body what it needs, and, you know, all of these things you've written about in the nine steps to keep the doctor away, they're all there for you.
0: Well, Robert, you know, it's from what I understand, it was over 5 million people that watched that
1: stunning number yeah five million i mean cnn doesn't get that rating on on its best night not even close
0: yeah so it satai so has reached a lot of people he's done he's done a phenomenal job him and his team and his partner did a phenomenal job with that and, and a lot of people needed that information a lot of people believe that there is no other option and that's why they go down that chute like you call it the sheeple following a certain path right and when are given another beacon, another light that they can zero in on and realize that, hey, this isn't the only path. That chute going downhill is not the only route for me. There may be a different route, and they have the tenacity and the wherewithal to actually take that road less traveled, which I believe in time will become the road more traveled, believe it or not.
1: It sure will. And and you know, it it isn't that people also won't now suddenly come to us, because they do all of the time, say, tell me the path that I have to be on. And it's like, no, 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 that's not our job. I mean, we're here to show you some options. These are the things that you do. These are the things that I do. You can integrate them. But to, to have people then say, well, I didn't like, finally figured out that what they were telling me was wrong. Now I want to do what you tell me. And it's like, that's not exactly the, the uh, I guess, the perspective that we want people to come come here with.
0: Yeah, and I think that sometimes that perspective that they get to is a rude, rude awakening. And I'll give you an example. I don't know how much time we have, but I, I, yeah, we're so good. I brought this up. We have enough time to yeah. go into... But I had this patient that actually a potential patient, or I guess she was, she scheduled as a patient, new patient from um, Ty's uh, program that he put out there. And the, the lady gets on the phone with me, and it was so funny because she was beside herself. She was so excited. She was so grateful. She was so thankful to be on the phone with me and, you know, blah, 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 just, 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 Dr. Tartar, I've been following you for two years, I can't believe this and that, I can't believe we're Mm -hmm. talking, And you know, can I tape this, of course, etc., etc., everything's going fine, and she's telling me about her cancer, and she's telling me when she was diagnosed, and now I start hearing things that show the inherent conflict that this woman is living in, for example, she talks about her Reiki master that has treated her. She's talking about her acupuncturist. And then she tells me about how she was diagnosed with cancer a couple years later, like 2010, 2011. I'm sorry. She had a Reiki master that had helped her, and her uh, naturopath um, acupuncturist had helped her with her uh, with her, uh, sensitivity, her GI sensitivity with some foods. And then she gets diagnosed with cancer in 2012, and then she went through chemo, and then she went through radiation. Now she's calling me, and I said, wait a second. You had a practitioner a naturopathic practitioner and an acupuncturist that helped you with your uh, gluten sensitivities and with your food sensitivities and then you did what you got cancer and you did what mm. and she said, "Well then I went through chemo and And I said, wait a second, nobody else talked to you about it? I mean, it's kind of strange that you go into an acupuncturist and a naturopath and then you get cancer. She said, oh, no, I always, always knew that if I had cancer, I would never go down the conventional route. And she's a medical uh, sales, a pharmaceutical sales rep. She said, I know I'd never go through that route. I never did. I, I never expected to, and I never would. So I'm like, okay, but didn't you say that you've already gone through radiation and chemo? Well, I did because I didn't expect to get cancer so young. Wow. I'm listening to her and then she has so when I found out I figured well I better go with the study the published studied documented things to big guns to make sure huh. that, that I wouldn't that I wouldn't have this problem again. And I'm listening to this woman and I'm going, Mother of God, what are you listening to yourself?
1: No, that's her that's a line. serious.
0: But I have to stop her and tell uh-huh. her husband and her husband got it. And I yeah. told her she's living in conflict. And right. this is where cancer starts. And, I mean, I had a, you know, I didn't mean to, and I thought this is not a beat-up on, you know, whatever her name was, Day.
1: Sure, sure. You have
0: to understand that that I'm trying to verbally slap you and wake you up so you understand that you are, you, you believe such and such, but you really didn't believe it, because when the poof hit the fan, you yeah. deserted your post and went running somewhere else, which meant that you never really believed it.
1: Wow. that's That's a stunning... Uh, discovery within that phone call, and I, you know, I've had experiences like that where you discover the conflict right there, and they're completely unaware of it, and uh, you know, maybe their spouse is, but hasn't haven't found a way to make the bridge in this case. Exactly. But what... And I
0: had to tell her that I, my my whole goal with her was, and I told her I, I knew right from that point that by doing this, you know, she was upset, she was crying, she couldn't even speak, and she was crying, and I told her that I, um, my goal is that she if I never see you again, that you at least understand that you've gotten something from this so that you can uh, continue on your journey to health. But first and foremost is that you have to resolve this conflict because you cannot live in this type of a dichotomy. It is only going to create more and more oxidative stress for you, and it's going to be detrimental to your overall uh, being, your, your family situation, to everything, and it certainly is not going to be productive as you finding a solution for your cancer.
1: How interesting, Dr. Bittar, and we're up on a break, that she was also a pharmaceutical sales rep. And that's a conflict of spirit at one point when you're selling poison to the people for money. And I know it's good money for folks, and you want your money to pay stuff off. But again, there is a split, a schism in on the spiritual sense by doing that and saying that you are not going to do that. Interesting stuff. More with Dr. Bittar in Advanced Medicine after this.
0: The Robert Scott Bell Show. In all my years of radio, I've never seen anything like this. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Making sense
1: out of medical
0: propaganda. Here's Robert.
1: Continues here with Dr. Rashi Bittar each and every... Monday, we kick off the week doing advanced medicine. You can also, the easiest way to access the hundreds of hours of archives specific to what we do with Dr. Battar here, medicalrewind.com. Linked up in the show notes at robertscoutbell.com. Dr. Battar, we're talking about conflicts, right? Conflicts of interest. But in this case, you've got a conflict within one person. And that was the interesting story you were relating about someone who came in off of the, the, the Global Quest, watched it, and said, Oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful to talk to you, Dr. Bittar. And then you immediately pick up that conflict and, and you know, basically relate it back to her and her husband. And that is a huge issue that relates to emotional and spiritual toxicities, does it not?
0: Absolutely. And this is what the husband picked up on. I mean, he could answer the question. The, the wife couldn't. Um, and, you know, my goal is success. I want to get the success in that patient. I want to get that desired outcome. And I certainly don't have any desire to waste their time, waste their effort, waste their money. Most importantly, I don't want to waste my own time. And this woman, right off the bat, I knew was not going to have the desired outcome with her mindset the way it was. And either she was going to have an epiphany and and wake up and move forward in the right direction, or she was going to shrivel back and, and not be able to come out of that conflict. And that's what ends up resulting in whether we are successful or we are not successful. I mean, there is no such thing as death. We've talked about it before. It's a transition. As soon as people understand that we are not uh, human beings having a spiritual experience, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience, then this transitional component that we call death, that we look at so negatively, will, will take you know take its perspective and, and, and actually be the actual uh, it, It'll be the actual thing that it really is, as opposed to what we have created in our own minds and what society has taught us and what propaganda has led us to believe. Now I know that I'm going way off on a tangent, Robert. So I will bring it back under control. The <laughs> point is that she uh, decided. Uh, she, she she decided. I, well, she never called back, so I assume she decided she wasn't going to get treatment. But I expected that. I want that filter to be there, so a the person says, "Yes, I am willing to do what's necessary, and I am capable of doing what's necessary," or "No." Because my prayer to the Creator is very simple. If you're going to send them to me, give me the ability to help them. And if I can't help them, then don't send them to me.
1: Right. And in this case, uh, because of the outreach of a global quest, there are going to be more people that learn about you and everybody in it that will be gravitating toward the, the, the strength of the message, the integrity, the passion with which it's delivered. And the perception on one level, albeit superficial, that I want that, they may not realize what it takes to get that and when you find exactly. that you're in conflict that's where you know the revelation hits And uh... what a what a profound little teaching tool that was
0: that that exactly what you said robert is the key that they may want it but then they realize i i'm not willing to do what it takes to get that everybody wants good health but they're not willing to eat healthy and exercise and drink the amount of water et etc. et cetera and that's the point this is a choice that people have and they have to be willing to do what it takes it's not only the willingness to do it, but the capability of doing it. A lot of people may be capable, but they're not willing, and that's where the issue lies.
1: Yeah, and it's a tough one when you're confronted with that. Um, you know, We've talked about different diseases, whether it be cancer or whether it be the controversy of AIDS, you know, having you know, counseled many people in, in both of those arenas, and many people, when you have to counsel them on their lifestyle and their diet, uh, would rather die than change what they like to do. And and I'm not being harsh saying it. I'm just saying that's what they've made a decision to do. And you know, I'm not, it's not for me to judge them. Just to acknowledge and bless them on their way because there's nothing I can do to help them if that's the case.
0: Exactly. And that's what we have to do. We have to have a filter and and help those that want the help and are willing to do what's necessary to get to the desired outcome, versus not waste our time or our effort and and their time and effort if they're not if we identify early enough that they're not willing to to do this. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to live, but not everybody's willing to do what's necessary to live. And, right. and a lot of people ha- are not living, they're too busy worrying about living that they're no longer living. So they're already in a pseudo-death because they're, they're not living. What is right. the point of living on a respirator for the next five years of your life? I'd rather live one hour of, of free life, of doing everything that I want without fear, without restraint, without conflict, rather than live 10 years in conflict, fear and pain.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about the conflicts. There's a story about GSK GlaxoSmithKline out of China. They're the ones that make Cervarix, one of the, uh, the uh, HPV vaccines that are unneeded. Uh, and they're crying because they were fined half a billion dollars because they basically bribed their way into the leader of the marketplace. Now that they don't, their sales aren't going so well. <laughs> and it's interesting. Is that the only way Big Pharma survives? By bribing doctors to prescribe their product? We'll ask that question, answer it. We've also got some cannabis updates, time permitting, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, Advanced Medicine Monday, with Dr. Rashid Battar Dr. Battar D-R-B-U-T-T-A-R.com. Check it out. Links are up.
0: The revolution will be broadcast. The Robert Scott Bell Show. on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Roberts
1: Alright, some of the heroes of health freedom are going to be getting together and we'll get you that information. I'll be broadcasting some live from Nashville, Tennessee later in the week with Ty Bollinger. Of course, uh, Dr. Rasha Bittar will be there and some other our, our new friends Dr. Gerald Wolf, the doc of Detox. Uh, we got some fun stuff coming up, Dr. Bittar. Uh, we were just talking about the GSK story, how uh, big pharma just just really blindsided by China. The Chinese FDA is way better than the U.S. One evidently, uh, and the government there said, "Ah, you you ain't bribing our doctors, right?" To to, to pr- prescribe your drugs, and they were they were busted on this big time. And the Financial Times reporting that the British drug maker is now just really hurting because without the ability to bribe physicians, there's no incentive for doctors to prescribe their products, and they're just going elsewhere. What kind of business model is this?
0: Well, listen, this is really interesting. I don't know whether you saw the article that came out recently. I think it was last week, and I meant to send it to you, uh, where the American Medical Association is recommending for Congress to prohibit pharmaceutical companies from advertising. This yes, we did. This is a medical co- profession. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, we covered that, in fact. It was kind of a strange thing for AMA to see do.
0: Exactly. That's what I thought. It was very, very strange that they'd actually done it. So if you already covered it, then, you know, I only get my news on Mondays when I'm talking to you, Robert. So you can <laughs> send me the stuff, that's the only time I get my news. So,
1: Well, there are some folks that tune in every week just to listen to you, so there.
0: Well, that's, that's uh, you know, it's like those kids that we found out that would rather go to, uh, rather listen to us and come visit us at, at the natural
1: health expo as opposed to going to disney world remember right that's a classic one marlon glennon family uh and we're still in touch with that family they're so wonderful they always send a holiday greetings and things and um you know what living examples are out there that that have taken inspiration and they inspire us equally so when they go out and change their community by living differently it's wonderful well it's always
0: nice whenever you hear somebody saying saying that in fact i had a patient of mine today that i was uh, or the mother of a patient of mine today that we she's been a patient, or her son's been a patient for a while. The patient's name is Noah. And so, Zena. I know you're listening because you told me you listen every week and you just told me a couple hours ago that you're going to be listening again. So, for people like Zena, you know, even though we don't even recognize it, sometimes, sometimes it's like Robert and Don and I are just talking away, but we don't realize that how many different other people are listening. So, for Zena, for you and for all the people out there that listen to us every week, I, I'm grateful that you do. Um, I feel sorry that you don't have any better source of entertainment than <laughs> to listening to us, but uh, hopefully we do impart some information and knowledge doing that. Yes. Doing that on our
1: classic Zena, yes. Thank you for helping us spread this message of health, freedom, and healing. Liberty appreciate that. Uh, now, on the HPV vaccine front, speaking to GSK real quick, and we'll we'll do some discussion of, of cannabis as it relates to government too. Um, The HPV shot, of course, completely unnecessary. There's no actual hardcore evidence to say that the human papillomavirus even causes cervical cancer 20, 30 years from now. Uh, But there's a lot of information about adverse events associated with Gardasil and Cervarix, and it's getting out. I mean, the government of Japan pulled it off of the, the mandated or recommended schedule. I mean, this is not small stuff. Countries are taking notice of this. And so there's an article. They're saying they're very upset about the web information that is out there. It's unofficial, right? It's not coming from official sources. That when you Google, for instance, um, Gardasil injury, that you don't get, you know, NBC News. Instead, you get you know alternative news sites where people are discussing the fact that their children were injured or paralyzed or, in some cases, killed by these shots.
0: Yeah, this is this is again the propaganda that goes along with it. They can't control the propaganda anymore and so they're losing their minds because they know that the the truth is gonna come out. How I mean how do you prevent the thousands of people that have been injured from Gardasil or some of these other vaccines, how do you prevent them from coming out and telling the world? And if they can't control The web links, I mean, basically what they're complaining about, Robert, is that they don't live in China. They wish they lived in China where their messages were controlled. Right. you, you, You only listen to what the government wants you to listen to.
1: Yeah, they want you to have the censored view. And of course, the headline says misleading HPV vaccine websites are easy to find, which means what? You Google them, and they come up on the first or second page. That's horrible. We can't have that. We've got to change the algorithms. We've got to figure out these search engine things. And, of course, I say just go to goodgopher.com instead of Google because it filters out all of the garbage mainstream stuff. And so you can get right to the heart of the, the unofficial stories that you know are, are much closer to the truth or actually are the truth.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. And I think that companies like Google, they don't really care, official, non-official, there and again, maybe I'm incorrect, maybe I'm naive in this sector, but it appears that they only want to see what's most relevant based upon what the public is clicking on.
1: Unless and until there are connections at very high levels that say, listen, we've got to get a hold of the handle on this information, like Wikipedia, which is a great idea, you know, self-sourced, if you will, self-regulated uh, kind of encyclopedia, except when it comes to controversies. If it's about which national park is the coolest national park, there's no controversy, right? Anybody can go in and edit that. But when it comes to vaccines and injuries, suddenly there's a gatekeeper, and you can't put any information other than the official information in there.
0: Well, and this is a funny thing. This happened when they tried to enter, my staff tried to enter into the timeline for autism Wikipedia when Menabi testified, and that's a matter of congressional record, and three times it did it, and three times in less than five minutes, the first time was took about five minutes. The second time, about three minutes. The third time, about a minute for them to flag it and, and revoke it and said, not substantiable. And mm-hmm. we were like, what do you mean can't be substantiated? It's on the
1: congressional record.
0: It's a r- matter of public. I mean, it's a matter of congressional history now. Yeah. It's in the Library of Congress. It's a, it's a specific time and date that, the, you know, that, that this became a record of, in the U.S. history. But no, that's not substantiated.
1: No, it's not the official story. Speaking of official stories coming from government, uh, sometimes they're really bad. Sometimes they get it right, including the Supreme Court in Canada. That leads us to today's Cannabis Update.
0: Pass left-hand side. left-hand side. Is that a joint, man? That looks like a quarter pounder, man. <laughs>
1: All right, good news from our neighbors up north in Canada, we've got loads of Canadian listeners. Medical cannabis is now legal in all forms according to the Supreme Court, their Supreme Court. Guess what, Dr. Batar? Their equivalent of, uh, you know, the head of health and human services we would have in America. Uh, they have Health Canada up there. Et cetera. Their health minister is outraged by the ruling. Outraged that the Supreme Court would you know, basically fall down on the side of the use of this plant medicinally. We're not even talking recreationally, medicinally, but the Supreme Court of Canada has now ruled that you don't have to smoke it to make it legitimate. You can consume it, eat it as a plant, put it on your salad. That's a big step.
0: So, so what does this mean towards uh, our past President Clinton then?
1: <laughs> he could have inhaled. He would have been okay in Canada now anyway. He, in fact, he could have eaten some medical brownies if he wanted to, which, before he went vegan, he probably ate loads of them. Question
0: so, is, I'm in, if they had looked at the border control and the number of people leaving Canada versus leaving the U.S. for Canada, I bet you there was a pretty interesting surge across the like I'm just Well,
1: maybe up in those bordering states where cannabis has not been made legal yet. That's true. That's possible. Uh, another story here on cannabis: uh, cancer patient gets medical marijuana card after a court order. Basically, uh, New Hampshire cancer patient Linda Horan, uh, you know, was refused the ability to get this, uh, you know, medical marijuana use card because she, you know, they have to go over to Maine where it's where it's legal to do that, and New Hampshire wasn't ready until next year to establish this. So their court, there ruled, their Supreme Court ruled, you know, we this woman could die before this happens. Why can't you see that level of compassion at the FDA or the U.S. Supreme Court? So far, we haven't seen evidence of that occurring. And then in Michigan, marijuana, even there's medical marijuana there, you can't use it in a parking lot, according to their ruling. So the, the, it's, a, it's a mixed bag, but overall, government in the United States not really catching on as well as we think they should. And I want to reference this in terms of the ability to travel. Because one of those rights that we have by virtue of our birth does not come from government. And that is the freedom to move about the planet without restriction. Now, understand, if you're entering a foreign land, there may be some things that you need, like a passport, right, to, at border control. Although, with the, the, the whole uh, Middle East crisis, there's another story there we can't get to right now. But did you see this story, Dr. Batar? about now there's a federal bill, and it's going to go to Obama to sign, that would restrict your ability to travel outside the U.S. if the IRS says you owe money. Yeah, I
0: thought I was the one who said it to
1: you. Yeah, I saw this earlier, too, in another uh, article or another source, but now Natural News has picked it up. And this is stunning because, remember, with the IRS, you're not innocent until proven guilty, right? There's no uh, probable cause scenario. They can just make the claim and then good luck trying to prove your innocence. So in this case, they could restrict your travel. Simply by making the claim that you owe back taxes, whether it's legitimate or not.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing that if they can prevent people from moving around, this is just another control mechanism that they're going to put in place and a way to control people. So it is scary, and uh, for most people that don't travel around, it's not going to affect them. But um, for the people that do travel to different countries for business or for whatever reasons, have family it 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 has the potential of railing really being a uh, difficulty
1: see this is the this is the problem when you're reduced to a number and you know for for the from the christian theology we talk about a number of the beast you know whatever it is but the the concept of numbering people like cattle is always fraught with danger and people say well how are we going to control this and how are we going no you're not supposed to be controlled like cattle especially in this organic republican form of government known as these united states you were never supposed to but yet we acquiesced in the 20th century along with other things like Flexner report the federal reserve act of 1913 we could go on and on and on and show you how in the 20th century we were converted from humans that were special and had rights by virtue of their birth their creation by a creator to subjects subjects of an out-of-control tyrannical Bureaucratic oligarchy, whether it be like a kingdom or an emperorship, something like that, the oligarchy has been what the American republic has become. I don't even know what to say to that, Robert. <laughs> no, it's, it, but it's upsetting to me because... It is, it is upsetting. Uh, the, the, the willingness to be numbered like cattle. The American people have acquiesced. in. who up there is arguing against this, running for president? Any of Nobody. them? nobody so they've just accepted the fact that we have to be numbered like cattle and controlled like cattle you can't travel because we say how to, well no because we say good luck trying to prove that what you're saying is not true all right we got another segment we may discuss this some more or bring up completely different topics stick with us advanced medicine continues the robert scott bell show in all my years of radio i've never seen anything like this the robert scott bell show
0: Making sense out of medical propaganda. Here's Robert.
1: By the way, we first saw that article about the IRS and uh, the passports at Wall Street Journal, and then Money at CNN, uh, Freedom Outpost, and of course now Natural News. And originally, Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, uh, Senator Ron Wyden. Uh, do you know about him, Super Don? Back in Oregon, this Wyden character. Oh yeah, definitely. Probably an Uber Lib. And the thing is, you know, we could always find something we agree with, you know, an Uber Lib on. But the fact that they would be willing to do this to restrict travel and, of course, reminding everybody that if you love liberty, you can't be uh, declared guilty until proven innocent. I mean, there's no jurisprudence in there. It's, you're preempting freedom with a, with a thing like this. And, uh, you know, Dr. Batar, like I said, you can play by the rules and somebody says, hey, that Dr. Batar character, yeah, sure, he's paid up on everything, but we don't like that he reverses uh, autism in kids. Let's, let's restrict this. Let's claim he owes. I mean, this is the stuff that the IRS has been used for politics since there's been an IRS.
0: Well, I would just say that the people that said, surely the IRS would never do that. You remember who they flagged last year, right?
1: Well, all the, well, all the conservative groups. Right. The Tea Party groups.
0: Well, they, they actually, yeah, that's true, but they, uh, they flagged Billy Graham.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Billy Graham, that's right. Not you know, tithing enough many, to the, the federal government.
0: Yeah. So anyway, it I don't know. I guess the writing's on the wall. That's all I can say, right?
1: I just like you said, the wussification of America over the 20th century. We become a nation of wimps and wussies, not willing to stand up and declare who we really are in the face. You know, in in creation, and, and and you know, no, we have to accept subservient status. I'm a subject, right? No, no, no. We left England. Our forefathers, our ancestors, left England to declare a nation that would no longer have a king or an emperor. And now we have a bureaucratic oligarchy serving just as, as Ill, illicitly illegally and horrifically in in tyranny in this way if they can block your travel based on a declaration that could be completely uh, uh bogus to begin with
0: but you know i I'm not opposed to kings
1: but all the yeah good luck finding the benevolent king I understand the concept i okay, do well
0: that's that's the thing as long as he's a good king I have yeah a
1: Oh <laughs> exactly. It's not like there's never been one. But again, the problem with that is that when that king's gone, who who replaces him? And yeah. that's you know, that's the delusion that Democrats have when they say, Oh well, uh or Republicans now say we we don't like Obama, we'll we'll put our guy in. And we we know that the guy that they put in or gal that they put in is a figurehead, even if they try to do something because the bureaucratic oligarchy supersedes any election. It continues on.
0: I don't care who they put on there as long as the puppet masters can change.
1: Yeah yeah, change the puppet masters, and then you'll see the people have have voice, but of course, who gives power to their voice? who feeds well, them? You know, energetically? I'm
0: just talking to you, I just want to let you know I just got an email just a couple of minutes ago, and mm-hmm. it says, "Obama is told Putin is the real leader of the world by 60-minute host."
1: <laughs> yeah, Putin is schooling Obama. I mean, it's embarrassing. Putin knows so much about world history, and it's like, you know, we're not Russian, we don't claim to be Russian, but I look what happens on the world stage here, and Obama is a rank amateur, unless it's by design, intention. We want to reduce the role of the United States on the global stage, and this is how we're going to do it. And Obama looks the, the fool. He, he, he can't, he doesn't even understand history here. Or if he does, it's even worse.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, so, it's a sad state, but it is, it is evidence of the the same message that we've been talking about, and that is that people have to take responsibility for themselves. If you allow an entity, organization, political body, government, whatever, to dictate, you know your your beliefs, your your religion, your um, your, your uh, how, how to take care of your kids, what you eat, what you put into your bodies. What Thomas Jefferson said: when a government, when a people allow a government to dictate the foods and they put in their mouths and the medicines they put into their bodies. Their souls will be soon under the same tyranny as those who. Uh, their souls will soon be in the same state as those who live in their tyranny. The same sorry state.
1: Right exactly. Here. Exactly. And, you know, the willingness to put up with this is also a result of the destruction of the integrity of the soil and the food that's grown on it. You know, you weaken the mineral content. You remove the mineral content. You know, as much as man can be intelligent and see things, doesn't have the energy to act on it. The, the body is no longer functioning in the same way. And that's the connection body, mind, spirit. That if you get a hold of one of those angles, or all three, or two out of the three, you control men. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, that's one of the reasons why we do advanced medicine every week here with Dr. Raja Bittar on the Robert Scott Bell Show. We got lots more healing to go, but we're out of time for this very evening, Doctor Bittar. Great discussion from the start to the finish, my friend.
0: Same as every week, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't care what Ty Bollinger says about you. (laughs) We'll all get together. We're going to get together and laugh a lot this week. So uh, thank you all for being here, Doctor Bittar. What do you got to tell them? The power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Robert Scott Bell Show.